0: Get rid of the ruddy lot of them because they're horrible things. And you were the proudest thing
1: I'd ever seen. I think they're cute, I think they're cool. I think they're misunderstood. However, I don't advocate for every person like not shooing away pigeons because if you had pigeons everywhere, it would be a bit of a mess and a bit unhygienic and stuff. But on their own, they're cute and
0: interesting. I couldn't say oh thing. You wouldn't want pigeon poo all over Alzheimer's shop floor, would you? We don't want it on here either, so they're a damn nuisance. When a pigeon comes to greet you, sometimes it's hard to tell. Ah, oh, exactly.
2: Hello, is that Rob Kilner, the Leeds Market historian? Yeah, hi. We were wondering, can you give us a tour of the Leeds Market from a pigeon's perspective?
3: Sure, no problem. I'll see you down there.
1: come into it and it just smells really good spicy like herby like <sighs> i don't know i think he's going up are we going up yeah we'll go for it and now you can just smell flowers and greenery it's quite it's like perfume like really old ladies perfume right now because we're going upstairs <laughs> i didn't even know this balcony existed you don't see it it's got so many different holes and gaps in it different shapes and they like sitting on metal it's the perfect shape for them to get their claws on, because it's thin, but it's not too thin, and it's not too thick either.
3: So we stood on the balcony. We're kind of facing Vicar Lane, and the entrance, the Vicar Lane entrance over there to our left, has got a big arch which is kind of golden, and they, it's covered in Bermantoff's tiles. Bermantoff's is just to the east of us, and that was where there was a big. I think it was called the Bermintos Fire Fireclay Company, where they made tile work and some very garish coloured things. If you ever get to Saltaire, the um, David Hockney Gallery there, there's some great examples there. Uh, and also on the walls, we've got a load of tiled bricks, um, which are coloured to match with the ironwork. And they are they were great to clean um, because there would have been so much smog and smoke around. And especially with the butchers' shops, they would have been uh, great when they'd have been chopping up their meat and the sausages, etc., to wipe down and clean.
1: They're like kind of irregular, they're cool, they're imperfect, and I like that because it's not very common in this society that everything is kind of. It looks nice, but if you look at them individually, they're all slightly different. It's nice, it's imperfect, and you don't see that a lot. And you said that was like the pigeons. Yeah, because. They're all different, they've all got slightly different patterns, but if you look at them in a group, they all look the same. But if you look at the patterns individually, they look quite different, like astonishingly so you can tell the difference between them. Oh yeah, the one there, yeah. And you
0: were the proudest thing I'd ever see.
1: I don't know, probably just a bit weird with the social distancing thing as well that's something that they would notice they would notice how not busy it is they'd be like why is nobody coming i don't think they would understand i think that's quite interesting as well because they've seen how many people come in each day and then it's just changed in the matter of a day so it's, it's quite weird <laughs>
0: What do you think it would look like if you were a pigeon
1: perched here, Izzy? I think it'd be quite stressful, to be honest, because you'd be like, I want to eat them food, I want to use them plants for my nest. But you're like, but people, you know, you don't want to get hurt by a person, you don't want to get shooed away. But also, there's a possibility that that person might feed you. So it's kind of, they've got to have an an element of decision making and problem solving, which is why they're going wood entrance and swoop up in a quite sneaky in a way, I think.
0: I'm Linda Jenkinson. I run birdwatching classes in and around Leeds. My business is called Start Birding. What can I tell you about the pigeon family? Well, the ones that you see around the houses the most, are they ones that look... Um, very sort of pinky, fawny coloured with a, um, a black band across, and those are coloured doves. And they make a sound which has got three notes so it's da 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 so it's like a do And the other one that people know quite a lot is uh, wood pigeons which they'll see in the gardens or out on farmland or in woodlands and they have five notes which is do 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 So that tells you the two apart. Those are the wood pigeons that have got a small head, massive body and they look out of proportion. They've got a yellow eye and a black centre. Sort of have a bit of a stupid look I think. Um, But they're the ones that eat all of your bird food normally. The pigeons that you see in the towns, so Trafalgar Square if you think about things like that as well, um, they're all feral pigeons and the reason why you see them in towns is because they're originally from rock doves which like the cliffs and so they are attracted to cities. We've taken them, we've bred them for racing, and then they've become feral over time. And this is why they're all different colours, because we've messed around with them. But if they're true to form, they're very grey-coloured and they've got two very dark bars on their wings. They normally have a white rump. But they're drawn to cities because they like sea cliffs. I think pigeon sounds are quite calming. And so, even if you live in a city and that's all you've got flying around you, I think to hear something making that lovely sound, because feral pigeons make this sort of woo woo sound and it's quite hypnotic, really. Um, the youngsters can sound a little bit noisy, but I think I think pigeon sounds are, are very calming.
2: Flowers and Forest fountains. My name's Elizabeth and um, I've been doing pigeon racing for almost two years and um, I've won four races last year and one this year so far. Blue. They all have their own personality, they're all different in a way, like humans, we're all different, but sometimes it takes a while to work out what their personality is. I've got two that I can give a very good example of. Firstly, um, one of my young birds this year. He's called Boo. Um, And he is a very, very friendly pigeon that will always like to sort of play with you. And then my second bird is someone called Triple B she um i think she's she's also very friendly she is very good at winning races um so i'd say she's a nice her personality is um friendly and she's good at quite a few things a small chicken hut i would say um and like two racing pigeons and then you'd you just feed them and take them to places you think that they could easily come home from and keep them in before letting them out because you could easily lose them keep them in for a while and then when you think they look like they know where they are and they really got it you can let them out for a bit and as they get more confident confident and coming out make them fly a little bit longer each time they come out that's my advice he can spread his wings and fly away again my dad's got some that have raced, I think, 500, at least 500 miles. They come back from there and then they get a nice treat to go with their boyfriend or girlfriend. Fly away, fly towards the theme.
4: So you're listening to Red Kite, the radio show and podcast from East Leeds FM, where every Friday we tell stories about how young people in Leeds and across the North and throughout the world see the world in unexpected ways. And now we're very excited to be joining a group from the White Horse Project, and it's an art group. I'm here with Emily, Christina, Evie, Billy, and Ruth and Shano help run the project. Hello, first of all, hello, everybody, and thanks for joining the show.
5: Thank you for having us.
4: Bye. It. So we were going to start, because it's radio, and on Red Kite here, we like to do unexpected, surprising, creative things. We're going to start with a little bit of visual art on the radio, which to me is a very exciting idea. Who wants to start? We're going to hold up a drawing and just describe what we see for those listeners in radio and podcast land. I'm seeing this kind of really vibrant, almost it's like a Van Gogh. It's got this shimmering wavy line, giant oak tree with a fantastic flowing sky behind it. What do you see, Ruth?
5: Yeah, the sky is very, very poetic, I believe we said, didn't we last week? Can you remember what the uh, prompt for this picture is or the title of this picture is, Billy? It was um, a snowy tree. We were, doing, we were doing all sorts of things on weather, weren't we? Wild weather in particular.
4: Billy, yeah. in drawing that, what was the most satisfying part about creating that, would you say?
5: For the tree,
1: I used a sponge to do the leaves.
4: Let's jump over across the way. We're going to see, again, that we're presenting for our radio audiences some of what we see here. So, face this portrait by Emily and I don't know, Shauna, do you want to describe what you see?
6: Yeah, I really like all of the detail, and I especially like, it's like a picture of a girl, and I love the eyes. They're so, like, detailed and wide, and it just looks really, really cool.
1: Um, anyone that's met me so will know that I am a lover of Harry Potter.
4: Let's see a couple more, and then we're just going to open it up and have a conversation about what you've been doing in the group and all that. So, uh, who wants to go next? Uh, Evie, do you have one?
5: Yeah, it's a beautiful girl and she's she's looking downwards and um a great, great big tear is rolling down her cheek.
6: Yeah, it's kind of like so she's not like really sad, it's kind of like at peace and
5: she's crying. Oh, a peaceful tear. Yeah, she's that's lovely. It's really it's a very thought provoking picture that because you can see the emotion on her face and um you're right, she doesn't look angry, she just looks she's just got a big tear rolling down her cheek. Um, Have you got any pictures of any other ones you've done? I've got a picture of the one that I did today. Oh, look at that!
6: So it's all about scale and everything. Um, So I did a giant sunflower and a really small man.
4: Well, that idea of the scale too is so interesting in terms of. It makes me think of these past months too, where nature and plants and the wild world, at least for I don't know, for me and a lot of people that I know here, have been so much more important. So that idea of the the sunflower being in the foreground and the man, the human being off in the distance maybe or smaller scale is great.
5: Yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful um, use of scale there. It makes it really interesting that the sunflower is so big and the person so small. Um, <clears throat> that's what we're kind of working on today. We're doing like really big things as tiny and really small things as gigantic. Hmm. So you might see some more examples of that today. About Christina, Christina yeah, Christina, she, do you have
4: one? Sorry. There's a on the left side. It's what's interesting. There's a lot of things going on that are interesting. But one is that there there are some parts of it that are that are drawings, black and white, really great, crisp lines. So there's a woman's face looking off to in one direction to my left. I think it's the right in the actual painting with this great sort of tangled kind of lines of hair and then a tree on the other side also in black and white and then this rainbow with incredibly vibrant colors and then leaf shapes and then a sky as well kind of behind them but yeah. really great contrasts. What do yeah, you I think Bruce and others?
0: I think the tree is actually a man's face as
4: well. Oh wait I just saw that yeah Christina any your thoughts while making it? Um, well it's like
6: the rainbow is like before it's the bad weather bad times and then then you get the good good weather, the sun and the good times. So it's like expressing thoughts.
4: Henry, do you have something? Yeah. First of all, the thing that strikes me, more, So so there's a dog or a wolf, maybe a wolf, I'm not sure. It's, it's a wolf. Super it's got this incredible lines and streamline curving up, kind of howling, like he's maybe howling at the moon or barking.
5: It's almost like it's a blue wolf with like purple and pink shadows.
4: And
5: mm, you see that he's making a noise, can't you? He? He's definitely yeah. howling and a big shaggy coat there beautiful use of paint with all the purples and blues all mixed together and blended together really well very striking image that very bold very bold henry
4: well thanks for sharing these. so let's just so let's step back for a moment maybe ruth if you want to start just what is this group what have you been doing how long have you been been doing this and then let's all just talk a bit about what art has meant during this strange summer of 2020?
5: Yeah, usually we meet at um, the Boiler House, which is the White Horse's base, and we have a big uh, room there that we, we do big joint <clears throat> projects, so we do big murals and um, we're doing a big mosaic piece at the moment, but then when lockdown came we transferred to Zoom and uh, so we've had to find ways of working differently um, but it's worked really well. So we, we started off with, with uh, sketchbook sessions and um, people have done actually loads and loads of work. You're only seeing a tiny fraction of it today. But um, uh, it's kind of morphed into this this thing where it's like a youth, youth art studio. It's really nice. So people just turn up and carry on working what they're doing. Um, I might set them off with some ideas. It's basically about giving people ideas and giving people different tips on how they might, do things um and i i can see big improvements in everybody actually so it's so it's been really good and I'm, I'm really impressed with the amount of work we've done um yes very good
4: hmm. and how did you all find out about it how did you get involved
1: well i did um the i was uh, before lockdown i was doing the youth group um just at the boil house where you go and like just hang around and then because I was doing that, um, the um Shiana, or I think it was Megan, emailed my mum and said there's an art group so I, so I just signed up for this. Yeah
5: it's a good mix of people that actually came to the, come to the youth club and then we've got new people who, who just have just joined for Zoom Um and I expect they'll probably want to come to the Boiler House when it reopens as well mm. so it's a good mix. Definitely.
4: But does anyone want to explain what the Boiler House is and what the white horse is about
5: well it's just down the road from
1: where i live and it's basically just like this old warehouse sort of thing that's being converted into this like room like there's two rooms and there's like an office and stuff yeah it's really cool we're
6: based in rossendale um and the bile house is actually in waterfoot so i don't know we're kind of out of the way but then also we're not because if you drive past it it's a really cool building so i feel like people will be like oh like what is this place yeah it's been really cool for me um because i wasn't involved as much in the art group before lockdown Um mm-hmm. i've been involved in because we have like lots of different projects running um as well as the art groups um and like on zoom at the moment we have different things like we've got um a weekly quiz we do music lessons um tutoring things like that and actually coming into the art group has been really cool because it's it's kind of opened my eyes a little bit to first of all how talented the young people are um, and it's really inspiring but also how filled out the group is because one week we could spend the whole time doing artwork but chatting the whole time and then the next week we'll listen to music and people are so focused on what they're doing that sometimes we don't even talk that much everyone's just sort of with their heads down drawing and it's really cool like each week how different the group can be and stuff it's really good
4: well that's so interesting and I think we've all been discovering new ways about how how to stay connected how to work on art projects in different circumstances and I'm sure like a lot of us you all are ex- be excited to get back in the boiler the boiler house and be able to draw in person but these creative ways of, of keeping art projects going keeping classes going has been really inspiring we've done quite a few radio pieces on different projects. And uh, each one is so different, but at the same time, there's there's such creativity in staying connected. So Shauna mentioned music, and one of the last things we we have is for you to get to suggest play DJ and pick a couple of pieces of music that we'll play on the radio show, yes. on the Red Kite, uh, but maybe music that, that you've been listening to during these times, maybe music you listen to while drawing or painting or doing other kinds of art. So anybody want to offer some music for us to play on the show?
1: I've been listening to a song called Hall of Fame by Script a lot.
4: Okay. And what is it you like about that song?
1: Um, It's all about just being the best person that you can be. I, I just enjoy it because it sort of motivates me, I guess, to be the best person I can, best version of me, I guess.
4: Well, that sounds like a great song. So that... Emily's suggestion, Hall of Fame by script. Is that right? Uh yeah. Sounds what like Ruth has had some interesting, on. brought some interesting music into the group over the past weeks as well.
5: Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've had a lot of in, different interesting things. Yeah, so we've had things for like Ravi Shankar and a bit of David Bowie, which <laughs> it's been a hot. hot a lot of um, Lisa O'Neill and um, quite a lot of Irish music as well actually.
4: before we go first thank you for taking time out of your your drawing group to join us on the Red Kite, the radio show here from East Leeds FM radio. So thank you for joining us and bye everybody. bye bye bye. bye.
2: You can run the mile You can walk straight through hell with a smile You could be the hero You could get the gold Breaking all the records they thought never could be broke Yeah, do it for your people Do it for your pride You ain't ever gonna know if you never even try Do it for your country